So uh, just to move us on um, and to talk about class specifically, uh, and this is one element I think here where I was most skeptical um, and I'm going to come to Phil because I'm, I'm sure he's uh, also kind of uh, disapproving of this point. Towards the end of the piece, they, they hint that these non-movements are mainly lumpen proletariat and disenfranchised middle class. And there's not really much room there for the traditional proletariat, industrial or otherwise. I mean, they actually say the proletariat no longer has any romantic task. Its role is to overcome the tottering order by continuing to resist all attempts to rejuvenate the world of politics. So, you know, you have these mass protests, which are often composed of lumpen proletarians and of disenfranchised middle class and some proletarians, but maybe they're not the majority there. Uh, and that in these protests, you know, you have this denunciation of the whole order, um, and what the working class should do is to go along with that and to resist any attempt to rejuvenate the world of politics, to uh, maybe rebuild, you know, social democratic parties or trade unions and so on. Phil. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you said it, you know, I'm trying to kind of precisely specify all the different sociological layers of uh, all of these protest movements. I'm not sure how useful it is and calling, you know, them lumpen proles uh, is perhaps unkind, but I think lumpen in terms of their politics, more importantly, more than their kind of sociological composition, lumpen in the sense of being kind of inconsistent, deracinated um, and easily buffeted by um, existing kind of interests and institutions. So, I think the the problem is more, you know, they constantly see things in sociological rather than political terms. So the, you know, the question isn't the, um, when they say, you know, the proletariat no longer has any task because they think that the, um, you know, the abolition of industrial jobs in Western countries has kind of transformed um transform the working class and therefore transform working class politics is to substitute uh, a kind of uh, industrial and sociological transformation for a political defeat. It was a political defeat, not a, you know, not a restructuring of the labor market. The, the two things were intertwined in different kind of contexts, but they, they mix the two things together. And so they're unable, I think, to precisely identify what the problem is. The fact that we have less industrial jobs doesn't mean the kind of the searching around for a new kinds of politics in response to that is what the left has been doing for the last 40 years, if not longer, um, rather than tackling the nature of that political defeat head on. And I think Ed notes um, kind of end up in the same trap. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I mean, I think they I think it is a political examination, a political examination. And, you know, the, the industrial working class has. I mean, you know, they talk about premature deindustrialization across the world, you know, and there's a famous statistic about China over the huge expansion in industrial output over, the, you know, the past 15 years, the size of the industrial working class remains the same. So, you know, that's something that um, needs to be grappled. But I, I agree that they do sort of muddle or at least don't clearly enough disentangle the kind of social transformation, the transformation in uh, the labor process to one where to, to the kind of political question. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose the point is, I mean, you know, look, so people aren't manufacturing industrial widgets anymore in red brick factories in the West, you know, or at least less so. But many people will kind of experience what will in fact be an industrial division of labor in terms of the way labor is organized, in terms of the way they relate to work, not to mention, you know, just the fact that um, wage labor is the dominant kind of experience of most people's lives. So the fact, you know, the kind of the end of industrial 
of an industrial workforce in developed economies doesn't seem to me to be the it's a you know it's a significant no, but, but not shift. just in develop but not in just in developed economies that's i mean that's a, that's the point it's around the world that there sure is. but the the point i mean it's most i mean if we're talk the in terms of the defeat of the left its epicenter is the developed world and if you want to kind of talk about it in terms of a restructuring of the labor process then there's the danger that you submerge the political aspects of that defeat within that and this is what i think they essentially do so they draw political conclusions from the kind of sociological restructuring um the economic restructuring of various kind of labor processes and markets um but they don't think through the politics of it hmm yeah i think that's fair um i think that's yeah i i, I mean as much as it though it does tie to a a thing and you called it a fake mythology about marxism about it being associated with the industrial worker but the the the, the fact is no, that it historically was, but it, I mean, it was based in it was based on that uh, identity but, of no sure i mean it's not like it wasn't important but it was always it was the to say that the you know the that marxism was about kind of uh, to a particular kind of work um it's to do with the significance of the industrial revolution it's not to do with the require you know the based on kind of a um, no no but but there's a but there's a marxism of books and then there's a marxism of really existing movement right and it's the latter well, there's a marxism of real politics as well right and the real polit the real kind of um the major kind of meaningfully marxist political parties of the late 19th and um early to perhaps mid 20th century they were not um you know they were not purely consumed with um just kind of defending um people who worked in smokestack factories it's a caricature and so overturning that caricature is a way of um drawing a line under the past it doesn't actually deal with the legacy of the past it doesn't actually deal with the kind of historical problems inherited from the defeat of the left george well i guess just to say that the like it's obvious that the people have been talking a lot about the petty bourgeoisie uh recently or the pmc and how those things relate or similar or different and it's clear to me that the concept of the petty bourgeoisie like that's a historical one i.e the, it will change what it looks like over the course of history the same is true for the working class the same is true for capital like the, those are some of the most crucial concepts in in Marxism, um, and so to sort of say that the working like working class doesn't exist anymore because it's not the same as it used to be is not um, is is not a kind of useful way. To, I'm not necessarily saying that's what they say consistently across all the like, all the different um, articles in in an issue or across all the different issues, but it does seem like there is a little bit of of that in in this one at least sort of saying like yeah this is you know yeah maybe i'm maybe i'm sort of agreeing with phil to a certain extent that there's a like there's a model that's from the past and that doesn't work so the the model can be sort of you know is instead of updating it let's just kind of turn it on its head which i don't i don't know how useful that is hmm. so let's move on to the last theme before we finish on some of the bigger questions uh, and the last theme here is identity politics and it's the area where we would probably conflict most head-on with uh, endnotes approach um, but i think as phil hinted at uh, in a comment earlier at right at the beginning uh, there's a certain ambiguity there 
Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash We'd love to have you.